Welcome to Redeemer, bonus, Marian Consecration, the unofficial podcast of the Marian Servants of the Redeemer. I'm your host, Holly Novotny. This is day one of the 33-day preparation for total consecration to Jesus through Mary by Father Boniface Hicks. Introduction, Emptying Ourselves of the Spirit of the World. One of the consequences of original sin is that we have been tainted by a spirit of the world. That spirit of independence, self-sufficiency, and grasping at control is very much with us. We need to see it intellectually as far as we are able. For this, we seek the wisdom God gave us through one of the greatest teachers of our time, Pope Benedict XVI. This will help to expose the taint of original sin that has invaded our thinking. We also need the grace to turn away from it. For this, we must pray earnestly. Some other forms of self-sacrifice will help us well. In this regard, we can target those areas that further the spirit of the world. Intellectually, we would do well to fast from content on media that propagates the lies. TV, Facebook, Netflix, secular news sources, and other forms of social media reinforce the thinking that is poisoned by original sin. We can also cut back on those things and activities we turn to as a substitute for prayer. That could include comfort food, alcohol, shopping, romance novels, over-exercising, excessive work, or others. Some self-knowledge is important here, and also consultation with a close spiritual friend or spiritual director. And now, day one. A reading from the book of Genesis. Now the serpent was more subtle than any other wild creature, that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say, You shall not eat of any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened. And they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Genesis 3, 1-7 From Pope Benedict XVI's Homily for the Immaculate Conception, December of 2005 If we set ourselves with the believing and praying church to listen to this text, then we can begin to understand what original sin, inherited sin, is, and also what the protection against this inherited sin is, what redemption is. What picture does this passage show us? The human being does not trust God. Tempted by the serpent, he harbors the the suspicion that in the end, God takes something away from his life, that God is a rival who curtails our freedom, and that we will be fully human only when we have cast him aside. In brief, that only in this way can we fully achieve our freedom. 
The human being lives in the suspicion that God's love creates a dependence and that he must rid himself of this dependency if he is to be fully himself. Man does not want to receive his existence and the fullness of his life from God. He himself wants to obtain from the tree of knowledge the power to shape the world, to make himself a God, raising himself to God's level, and to overcome death and darkness with his own efforts. He does not want to rely on love that to him seems untrustworthy. He relies solely on his own knowledge since it confers power upon him. Rather than on love, he sets his sights on power, with which he desires to take his own life autonomously in hand, and in doing so, he trusts in deceit rather than in truth, and thereby sinks with his life into emptiness, into death. Love is not dependence, but a gift that makes us live. The freedom of a human being is the freedom of a limited being, and therefore is itself limited. We can possess it only as a shared freedom, in the communion of freedom, only if we live in the right way, with one another and for one another, can freedom develop. We live in the right way if we live in accordance with the truth of our being and that is in accordance with God's will. For God's will is not a law for the human being imposed from the outside and that constrains him, but the intrinsic measure of his nature, a measure that is engraved within him and makes him the image of God, hence a free creature. If we live in opposition to love and against the truth in opposition to God, then we destroy one another and destroy the world. Then we do not find life, but act in the interests of death. All this is recounted with immortal images in the history of the original fall of man and the expulsion of man from the earthly paradise. Reflection Where can you see this thinking in your own life? In what ways are you suspicious of love, unwilling to ask for help, rebellious against God's law? Do you fear that God wants to take something away from you? Are you willing to rely on him for everything? In what ways do you seek a security in your own control? A baby in the womb is so radically dependent on the mother but also so perfectly provided for. God has given us in Mary and in the church a mother who wants to provide for everything as she forms us in her womb. And together we pray. Holy Spirit, Lord of light, from the clear celestial height, thy pure beaming radiance give. Come, thou Father of the poor, come with treasures which endure, come, thou light of all that live. Thou of all consolers best, thou, the soul's delighted guest, dost refreshing peace bestow. Thou in toil art comfort sweet, 
pleasant coolness in the heat, solace in the midst of woe. Light immortal, light divine, visit thou these hearts of thine, and our inmost being fill. If thou take thy grace away, nothing pure in man will stay, all his good is turned to ill. Heal our wounds, our strength renew, on our dryness pour thy dew, wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will, melt the frozen, warm the chill, guide the steps that go astray. Thou on us who evermore Thee confess and Thee adore, With Thy sevenfold gifts descend. Give us comfort when we die, Give us life with Thee on high, Give us joys that never end. Amen. Hail, bright star of ocean, God's own mother blessed, Ever sinless virgin, gate of heavenly rest. Taking that sweet Ave, which from Gabriel came, peace confirm within us, changing Eva's name. Break the captive's fetters, light on blindness pour, all our ills expelling, every bliss implore. Show thyself a mother, may the word divine, born for us thy infant, Hear our prayers through thine. Virgin all-excelling, mildest of the mild, freed from guilt preserve us, pure and undefiled. Keep our life all spotless, make our way secure, till we find in Jesus joy forevermore. Through the highest heaven, to the Almighty Three, Father, Son, and Spirit, one same glory be. Amen. Dear Jesus, help me to spread your fragrance wherever I go. Flood my soul with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess my whole being so utterly that my life may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through me and be so in me that every soul I come in contact with may feel your presence in my soul. Let them look up and see no longer me, but only Jesus. Stay with me, and then I shall begin to shine as you shine, so to shine as to be a light to others. The light, O Jesus, will be all from you. None of it will be mine. It will be you shining on others through me. Let me thus praise you the way you love best, by shining on those around me. Let me preach you without preaching, not by words but by my example, by the catching force of the sympathetic influence of what I do, the evident fullness of the love my heart bears to you. Amen. Join us tomorrow as we continue our preparation for total consecration to Jesus through Mary.